time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Thursday, April 21st, 2016. We have 10 vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have south winds 10 knots today, gusting to 15 knots. And today we're going to talk more about unmanned ships, unmanned cargo ships in particular. Companies are developing them. What are the pros and cons to having a ship with no people on board? But first, let's take a look at our Columbia River ship schedule, which has some ships coming and going on the river today. All of them have a number of people on board. Um, Let's see. We have four inbounders. We have one in the Astoria Anchorage, and we have five outbounders heading downriver and out to sea. Our first arrival in the river is the Astra Perseus. She's arriving from South Korea, headed for the Astoria Anchorage, and she's going upriver to eventually to pick up wheat. She'll be arriving in Astoria's Anchorage around 3 a.m., then we have the Global Symphony. She is uh, arriving from Coos Bay, headed for Longview's Anchorage, and she is going to Longview to pick up logs. She will pass Astoria around 11.30 a.m. and arrive in Longview by about 3 p.m. The Alexandros Three is next inbound. She's arriving from South Korea, headed for Vancouver's Anchorage. She's going to Kalama eventually to pick up corn, soy, or wheat. She'll pass Astoria around 10.30 p.m. and arrive in Vancouver around 4.30 a.m. on Friday. And then we have the Twinkle Island. She's arriving from South Korea, headed for Astoria's Anchorage. She's going upriver eventually to pick up wheat. We'll see her in the Anchorage by about 11.30 p.m. today. And also in the Astoria Anchorage, we have one ship that's heading upriver, the Western Narvik. She's headed for Portland to pick up wheat. So um, she will depart around midnight. We'll see her in Portland around 6.30 a.m. on Friday. In our outbound ships, we have the Cirrus 1 leaving Longview carrying wheat at about 11.30 a.m. She'll pass Astoria outbound about 3 p.m. The Osprey 1 is leaving Kalama with wheat on board at about noontime. She'll pass Astoria around 5 p.m. The Arisque is leaving Vancouver about 5 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 11 p.m. The Santa Vista is leaving Longview carrying logs at about 5.30 p.m. Maybe we'll see her pass Astoria around 9 p.m. The Ken May is leaving Portland carrying wheat at about 6 p.m. PM. She'll pass Astoria outbound around midnight. And more about our marine weather forecast. We have, in addition to those south winds gusting to 15 knots today, wind waves from the south two feet at uh, four seconds between wave crests and west swells six feet high at 17 seconds apart. Well, recently I talked with you on the ship report about a U.S. military ship prototype that was in Portland. The ship will patrol the Pacific eventually as an unmanned surveillance ship. This is a big departure from ships we're used to, with crews on board, real people. So I was researching unmanned ships the other day, and I came across an article from Bloomberg News about unmanned cargo vessels, and I thought it would be interesting to share some of what I learned with you. First of all, unmanned cargo ships are not about to happen any minute now, as it seems to be with some military applications. That's partly because currently unmanned cargo ships are illegal under international law, which sets uh, manned crew requirements, so ships are required to have a certain number of people on board at the moment. But ship design companies are busy planning a future that they hope will be filled with unmanned cargo ships. So I thought I'd look at with you at some of the advantages and disadvantages of this type of vessel. So some of the advantages of unmanned cargo ships over ones with people on board include things like more room for cargo when you get rid of the places on the ship where people used to be, like the bridge and the crew housing and the work areas, so there's more room to carry more stuff. The ship 
according to at least this article that I read, would end up being lighter and use less fuel without a crew, operating expenses for the ship would drop. Currently, 44% of a ship's operating expenses are for crew on, a, for example, a large container ship. Experts say that human error causes most maritime accidents, and uh, traditional piracy, at least, would be reduced because there would be no people on board to take as hostages. But some very significant disadvantages remain. Navigating a ship on the open sea is one thing, but would any of us really feel safe if an unmanned ship, for instance, tried to cross the Columbia River bar in a storm? And the open ocean is one thing, but difficult and confined river conditions are another. So from what I've read, I think the technology would have to get a lot better before this would be something that would be in anyone's best interest to bring a big ship unmanned like that into a place like the Columbia River, where there are so many factors, other small vessels, um, weather, currents, tides, things like that. Um, Ships at sea are currently able to participate in rescues of mariners in trouble because there are real people on board. This, I would imagine, would be difficult or impossible on an unmanned ship. But the By far the most compelling argument against unmanned vessels is computer hacking. All computer systems are subject to hacking attempts, and the more sophisticated software becomes, the more hackers up their game to compensate. So the human piracy of days past would become computer piracy. It's already been demonstrated that hackers can hack into the automated systems on existing ships and wreak havoc, but at least there are people on board to compensate. Unmanned ships, by the way, looking into the future if these do happen, unmanned cargo ships, would still have captains, but those captains would operate the ships remotely from land, and ships would still need crews in port to load and unload them. One thing that I think about that uh, mariners have told me about in interviews is how labor-intensive work on board a ship can be. There are constantly live people going around doing maintenance, repairs, and checking the integrity and the security of the cargo. If you consider a car ship with, uh, oh, I don't know, 6,000 cars on board as the ones that come into the Columbia River, that's uh, now, that's about their capacity. Real people go around and individually check the um, the fastenings and the, um, the the straps and all the things that hold those brand new cars in place. That's just an example. Containers are uh, need to be checked to make sure that their their fastenings are in place and haven't been shaken loose by the the violence of being at sea, for instance, in a storm. So there would have to be some awfully sophisticated sensing devices in all of these networks throughout the ship in order to compensate for all of those real people going around doing those real jobs. So. Um, At any rate, the financial savings evidently are a powerful motivator for companies to keep pursuing designing unmanned cargo ships, so we're unlikely to see this idea go away. And as automated systems become more complex and sophisticated, they'll be able to do much more. But personally, I hope that at least some ships always remain with real people on them. That just seems right to me. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day.